start their podcast and they were asking for advice and I gave them a couple of bullet points, but one of them was consistency leads to trust. That's why you go back to listening to Joe Rogan and why he keeps getting right. popular because right. like you said, people know they're going to get a story. They're going to get a good interview. They're going to get a guest that knows what they're talking about. Joe Rogan is going to be prepared because he prepares himself before every interview. And it's and sometimes that's even more important than the marketing. That's even more important than, you know, getting this famous person to interview or what Your length the episode exactly. Yeah. All of that other bells and whistles, those are great and th those definitely help, but I think what people what gets people to keep coming back is trusting that you've done your part and your work. And that's why it's awesome to be able to do a podcast full time because I don't think I've had that space yet. Hola, yo soy Andrea Marquez and this is my last episode as your host of Latinx. On today's episode, Ariel and I will talk about some of the things I learned through the journey of hosting and producing Latinx, and I get to say goodbye. Even though I will be moving on to other opportunities, I'm forever grateful for everything Latinx has taught me, and to you, our listeners, for being with us through every step of the journey. Latinx will always be my first love, and I'm honored to have given a voice to many different stories. I'm excited for you all to meet the new host of Latinx and the person who will now be telling wonderful stories about who we are, where we come from. Because Latinx was also my love letter to my Latinidad, a great part of who I am and who I will always be, my superpower. And I hope that Latinx brought even a small part of the same pride into your life. Thank you for listening. Uh, okay, wait, hold on. So have we started? Have yeah. we, are we live? Are we recording? Have we're we started, live. Like, recording we're recording for, for the episode. <laughs> we're live. We're recording. Well, one, of, one of the things that I, I wanted to say and that I wanted to tell is that I, oof, I still remember way back in 2019, I think it was, when you and I were still both young and hopeful, and full of <laughs> dreams and aspirations. Uh, <laughs> how, and it's funny to say that, but uh, you know, like all this hard work and everything, all the stuff that, that it's coming and it's coming to fruition in your life. And it's amazing, it's great. But I still remember you coming up one day at the office and be like, listen, like we should do something that attracts more of a younger audience, you know, something that will speak more, not necessarily to the audience that, we have now, but it'll, it would expand the, the horizons that we have in the company now. And I remember that was like the initial conversations that we had at, at the company, probably not the, your initial idea, maybe not, but I remember those initial conversations. And from there, I remember you just working on it and started working on, on your little plans and your little ideas. And I remember those brainstorming sessions while we were having lunch in the office of of names of what it could be or where, where it could go. And we're here now. And you know what's crazy? I started working on, I, I didn't know it was gonna be Latinx when I started working on it, but I started working on it, I think probably in my on my second month, in my second mm -hmm. month at HCN, like 
I think at the beginning I was like, we should do a radio show for younger audiences. You shot actually kind of like a pilot with oh, your did. intern back then, didn't you? Like <gasps> that's like so a, true. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about it being a radio show, but then I was like, but it's gonna take so long for it to be picked up. It it the control is in like you know the the other station's hands and and we don't know where there was would where this would go and then i started thinking it's it's a lot more work and this isn't even my full-time job this isn't what they're paying me to do or why they hired me so i was like you know what we should maybe try something a little more feasible and easier to accomplish and that's why i thought of a podcast i'm actually i'm very grateful i don't i don't know what else to say beyond <laughs> beyond that i'm really sad to take uh to let this go we're looking for my replacement because lad nikki's isn't gonna stop but we're probably going to take a break after this episode for a bit while we, you know, find who we're going to be passing the baton to. I wouldn't have the opportunity I have met my next opportunity if it weren't because I ventured out and HCN believed in me and doing this. You, you've already had a lot of really great interviews and a lot of really great stories on the podcast from... From the ones where I was on to the ones that I wasn't on, you know, it, it, it's been a great ride. I remember your, one of your first stories, which is actually COVID. I think it was with a teacher that had gotten COVID yeah. back in the day, you know, to <clears throat> indie directors of movies. It's, 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 it's been great. Um, I remember that, actually. That was a great story that you did when, when you... Manos, Manos de Oro. Manos de Oro. With yeah, Merced, was, yeah. With Merced, yeah. That was that was that was a great story of him, you know, uh, actually him. portraying his 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 own life onto onto the silver screen, which is he's great. winning a bunch of awards, by the way, for Manos de Oro. So he's oh doing really? Great. I'm, gl- yeah. I'm I'm glad it was a, it was a great it was a great film. It is. It was it is. an amazing film. And I think that's that's the beauty of podcasts. It's easy enough to start one. I think the hard part is being consistent, maintaining it. People get disillusioned very quickly when they're not the next Joe Rogan. And by the way, Joe Rogan has more than, I think, 2,000 episodes, maybe? Yes, he's been at it for for like, what, seven years or so, 10 years or so? He's been at it for a while. And and it's, and, and I, what I also have hope for is when I look at the top charting podcasts, the great majority of them aren't, hosted by some famous person celebrity who decided to get a podcast it's usually by like it's the story you know it's people coming for the story everyone has and their mothers have a podcast all companies have a quite podcast. literally quite literally everyone and their mothers have their podcast <laughs> it, it is i mean because yeah. it's so easy to do but the thing that i it is difficult and i can say this with the episodes that I've done and produced for Latin Nikes and I've, I've consulted in other podcasts that have been produced. And the, the thing I find is it's hard to, to keep the marriage alive because yeah. it's so easy to, to kind of press play and, and, and keep doing the same thing, plug and play, plug and play. And that's when I think it's maybe a little harder to, to keep your listeners because I mean, to put it bluntly, they get bored the same thing over and over again and I think that's what's hard that's why it's easy to begin it because I don't know the first 10 episodes it's all different it's all new you're finding your voice and then after that sustaining it that's why someone like Joe Rogan should be highly respected because what he does isn't revolutionary it, it, it isn't 
I mean, maybe during his time, it might've been, but right now he, it's sort of the same thing. Some of his episodes run three hours long. The, the other majority day I was of his episodes, my, yeah. It's crazy. Like who yeah. listens to a podcast for three hours? I'm sure people like pause it and come back later, but. But here's the thing. I mean, he's got his fans and everything. And like every other podcast, I think they come to listen because he know, they know that he'll have really great interviews and really great and really interesting people there that will you know, make up the fabric of what podcast is. And I think that's one of the things that you really achieve with Latinx is mm. to really getting your voice, yeah, and, and finding out how you were going to do things, but also always keeping a, a constant stream of really great interviews and a constant stream of really great stories and the way that the stories are told also from, from a point of view that is not only... That, that, that not only comes from the heart, but also comes from my journalistic point of view. And I think that's great. I think that marriage that you did of, of loving and caring the story, but also presenting all the facts, how, how they're supposed to be presented, is, it's what made Latinx special. So I, I don't think I ever told you this. I showed uh, Latinx to someone once and they listened to it and everything. And they're someone who, you know, know of production and, and know what things Susana and everything. And they were like, I don't, I don't think I've heard a podcast that has been produced or or edited or presented in a way that Lionek is has. And they actually said, you know, it reminds me a lot of uh, Radio Ambulante, and in the way that it's packaged, in the way that everything is written, and in the way that the story comes. And he was like, this is something that I haven't heard, and it's new, and and I really like it. It's got a hook to it. And I was like. Yeah, man, that's what we were going for. Awesome. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's the highest compliment. Yeah. That's amazing. So, Andrea, this is, this is the, the goodbye, the last episode. Why don't you take us to some of your highlights of what it, what it was to be Andrea in Lionekis? By the way, I love that we didn't, we don't have an outline for this episode. We didn't even talk about what we, like, I didn't tell Adia what to ask me. He just assumed that role. Um, <laughs> and I love that. And I think that one of my highlights, I was thinking about that the other day, about all of the things I've, like, what led me to today. To today. Um, and like I said, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have had this opportunity had it been for Latin Latinx. And one of the things I was thinking about was you and how I, I love how we worked together and I wish we could have gotten the opportunity and I'm sure that it would have hadn't it been for COVID we would have had the opportunity to work more in a studio together because I really enjoyed it I enjoy trusting someone with your eye with your perspective you always brought something to the table and I'm forever grateful for that when when I usually like what do you do and I tell them I this is the work I do and by the way I also have a podcast here are some episodes. I usually show, you know, the one with Elena Ochoa, the first Hispanic woman to go to space, the one with my mom and Emily about having cancer and multiple sclerosis during COVID, and the one with the, fir the first Sabrina, um, the documentary director for the first Hispanic woman on death row. I usually show those because they're, they're three very, like, stories, like, impactful stories and, and, and very well produced and whatever, all of these things. But to tell you the truth, it's it's every single person I've interviewed, when I'm interviewing them, I'm so excited to be able to talk to them. I'm privileged with that. That's why I always tell people, start podcasts. It's so easy. 
it's an excuse to get to know people. It's an excuse to grow. I've grown a lot, feel not smarter. It's more like life experience that you've you've gained through other people's experiences, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how I would say it. I, I feel like I've lived through these stories, but they're not mine. They're just other people's. But since I've really conversed with this, these people and then when I'm editing I hear the story once again and again and again I feel like they're my stories as well and in a way uh you know because these stories are on your podcast live on your platform you kind of have to take ownership of the story as well you know and and give it shape it's kind of like when when an editor takes a story and shapes it in a way that that is impactful you know or shapes it in a way that that can be better presented so that someone can hear her and everything. I don't know who I would be without Latinikis at this point. Like I, I feel like it made me into a completely different person. And, and it wasn't until I applied it, or like until I was doing these interviews at Amazon that I understood the depth or like how much Latinikis had like permeated into my brain, into who I am, the decisions I make, how I see other like art when I'm watching even movies, when I'm listening to other podcasts, when I'm reading stuff, it just made another appreciation for me. It's like when people say like, you don't, you look at a sport differently if you've played it or you watch movies differently when you're a filmmaker. Same thing. I was asked, what's the difference between a good podcast and a great podcast? I think it's two things, the story and two, audio. The first being, if it's a great story, people will forgive bad audio. And then once you get over that hump, I think to really be professional, good audio makes all of the difference because you don't want to have to make your audience work because you have to always remember whoever is listening to your podcast, they're losing 30 minutes to an hour of their day where they already don't have enough time in their day. And they're using that extra time to to listen to you. So you better have something that is worthy of their 30 minutes to an hour. How do you learn to foresee what your audience is going to expect to listen from you next? One is should I do based on what I want to hear, listen to? Should I do my next episode based on something Andrea is curious about and something she can add to the mix or to the story? Do you think that you definitely started like that? I think I did that much more than following trends. Okay. And then there's the other part of it, which is follow the trend. You know, people, you know, something simple, which is, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up doing an episode on that. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up, doing an episode on dating, whatever, those things, which also works. And, and, and actually, I think it's a lot easier for people and listeners to find you when you do that. The reason I did it the other way was one, this wasn't my full-time thing. So there was a lot of work that has to go behind that to keep up that I could not do. And two, people are already talking about that. So I might as well talk about things that people aren't talking about. Based on, on the resources you have and what Latinx stands for, Latinx was built on, let's give people who don't usually have platforms a place to speak in. That's why there's an X at the end of it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Latinx. It has been an honor to be your host, and I'm very excited for the future of Latinx. So make sure to follow us on Instagram or learn more at wearelatinikis.com. I'm excited for you guys to meet our new host. And to keep up with me, 
make sure to follow me on Instagram at Andrea M. Here. And for one last time, this is Lanekis. I'm your host, Andrea Marquez. Thanks for listening.